0: Hey there, retail leaders. It's Steve Worthy. Before we jump into our episode that I know you are going to enjoy, I've got a little something that I think you'll like, you know how we always talk shop and we share insights here, right? Well, I put together this newsletter. It's called Worthy Retail News. Here's what it does. It allows us to continue our candid dialogue. It's another way for us to provide straight talk, conversations and stories, and even some more behind the scenes perspectives. From top professionals in the retail industry. Just click the link in the show notes to subscribe, or better yet, you can go to worthy retailnews.com. It's just that easy. WorthyRetailnews.com. Trust me, it's worth a look. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. If it's a priority, you will find a way to get it done. If it's not a priority, guess what? You're gonna find an excuse there is a coach. He's a famous coach in my eyes. His name is Larry Gelwick. He is a rugby coach, a high school rugby coach out in Salt Lake City, Utah. Prior to me recording this, at that time, he had over 418 wins and only 10 losses with over 20 national championships to his name. Great, A great deal of success. While being interviewed, one of the Reporters asked him, said, "Hey, well, what's your secret? What's your secret to success?" And he says, "Well, we focus on win. We focus on how to win." And from anybody from the outside, that just seems like a kind of flippant answer. He said, "Well, no, let me just explain a little bit more." He said, "What we mean by win is what's important now. Every player on that rugby team on that rugby field is focused in on what's important now." They're not focused in on going home, making a TikTok. They're not focused in on going and doing a live stream uh, for for the the gaming community. They're not focused in on, on, on being on IG. They are locked in on what's important now, their role within the moment. Let me ask you a question as a retail leader. Are you focused now? What are you focused on? Do you even know what your focus should be? And here's the most important question. Do you and your team know what's important now? Because if you don't, got to tell you, you need to understand this concept of the law of the priorities, and we're going to talk about it right now. Welcome to Retail Leadership, hosted by Steve Worthy. We understand that retail (laughs) is a fast-paced industry and that a leader's decision will impact everyone, every day, all over the world. Listen... It's time for you to stop being the leader others think you should be and time for you to become the leader you have always wanted to be. Are you ready? Let's go. You know what? As a retail leader, you don't have to explain to me um, what goes on in your day. I completely get it. I know exactly what happens in a retail leader's day. There are so many things vying for your attention, your team, your team, your boss, your customers, corporate um, vendors, um, contractors—there are so many things that are hitting you on a daily basis, and so it's important that you understand what those priorities are. But here's the other factor: if you are, if you are, if you're not a really good leader, guess what? This is this is compounded because the best leaders that we know. They have the ability to prioritize, but more importantly, they have the ability to delegate. When you delegate, you're able to take less off your plate and really focus in on your top priorities. One of the rules that we focused in on and we used, I used it from a leadership standpoint, I used it in in my retail, in my retail career, was the Pareto Principle, the 80-20 rule. And this means that 20%... 20% of your activities will give you 80% of your return. I hope you understand that. So if you have a list of 10 things, 20% of that list will give you 80% of your return. Here's the issue. Everybody's focused on that 80%. And you're only getting 20% of value. That 80%, if you're focused in on that 80%, you are wasting valuable time. You're wasting your teens time. You're wasting your ability. Your role, your goal as a retail leader is to focus in on what that 20% is. And when you have that dialed in, guess what? You're going to have success. We're going to be talking a little bit more about that shortly as we move on to the next topic. You know, as a retail leader, you know one of the things that I really loved was that every day was every day was different. everything could change in a moment and the the other side of this is that what we define and identify as important shouldn't change day to day. Does that make sense while There are different things that can shift our day. The core of our priorities and the underpinning of those priorities should not change. As a leader, we go from project to project as, you know, associate issue to associate issue. And, you know, we, you know, from vacillating needs from our leaders and, you know, our customers, you need to have a set of values a set of non-negotiables, personally and professionally, and as a team to help you focus on what's important now. When you have those, you don't waver. You don't um, misconstrue what the priorities are. So what are some everyday non-negotiables that you need to have as a retail leader? Gosh, um, it is, it is pretty much the basics, right? It's payroll, it's culture, and um, making sales. Okay? And part of that making sales piece is, of course, making your daily, weekly sales and everything that actually comes into helping you do that. Planograms, stock levels, trucks, you know, all, uh, assortment, all of those things. All those things go into customer traffic, all those things go into helping you make sales. Payroll is around productivity. Do you have the most productive people on your payroll? And if you don't, there's two things. You hired wrong or you trained wrong. So uh, while payroll may seem like a, oh, my gosh, what's payroll, there's so many things that go into payroll that you have to understand. That's the training aspect. That's the assessment aspect of your team when they're hiring people that's the check for understanding after you bring people on that's the follow up after 90 days right all those things go into payroll it is not just a schedule right your schedule making becomes so much easier when you actually have the right people to put on the schedule people that you can trust right and so when you're talking to your vp you're talking to your your district your district manager or your district manager's talking to you know their boss they're able to talk about payroll in the context of not just making it, but what the store and market is doing to actually achieve payroll from a training, development, coaching, hiring right standpoint. So please understand that payroll is not just a number, but it's a boatload of activities that actually happen that make up that number. So those are the, the priorities. And then the culture. Culture is how, how does your team operate? On a daily basis collectively, do they operate combatively? do they operate in silos or do they operate as one congeal team all focused in on making each other better? And when I say that that should be a priority that should be something that you should be focused in on on a daily basis. That's the aspect of priorities my priorities at least those are my three priorities and so. The culture piece was identifying great talent, walking with the talent, um, visiting people, not stores but visiting people and making sure that they're fine, having a great relationship with my boss. So when my boss comes into my market, they have a really good understanding of what my priorities are, what they can focus in on as well. So those are my three. But here's the thing. Here's what I want to give you um, for the rest of this podcast. I want to give you... What's what's? how do you understand what's important for you? And then I'm going to talk about what's important for your team. And then I'm going to, of course, go into the North Star so that way you guys can get a better understanding of how this all fits for you as an individual. All right. So here we go. What's important for you? How do you know what's important for you? Think about what you most enjoy doing. For me, it was visiting stores and connecting with the team and so i always looked at you know what was important for me was making sure that i was in stores and then i was connecting with the team and that they knew i had their back and that we could solve problems together so that's what was most important um, that's one of the things that i enjoyed doing the most have you ever number two have you ever done a list of your highest achievements and and accomplishments If you have, great. But what you should be focused in on is what did you do to actually achieve that? How did you get there? Here's why I say that. It's because we can identify issues when we've done something wrong very quickly, but we can't really identify certain aspects of what got us there or made us successful or or allowed us to achieve something at a higher level. So I always... Have my teams, whenever we have a good visit or they've um, had a successful win, part of their next meeting is to talk about how did how do we win, how did we get here, what was successful about this, and how do we replicate that? Okay, so that was number that was number two. Oh gosh, um, and this is for you once again. This is going to be for, these are for you. You know, ask your friends, your family what's a list of your best qualities? But here's the other thing that I would ask you to ask them. And then you can you can ask your team this too. What do they feel are your biggest priorities? I did this. I did this from a family standpoint, and um, it was con- completely opposite of what I, th- their perspective was completely opposite of what I thought mine was. And then when I did it from a team, I had the same situation happen. We think we do a really great job of communicating what our priorities are, but we show something completely different. Please get that. Please get that. If there's anything you're going to get from this podcast, please please get that. We say something completely different uh, from a priority standpoint than what we do. You're listening to Retail Leadership with Steve Worthy. If you can understand that, if you can get that point down, um and understand how your actions what you do is more important than what you say that's where people start to understand what your true priorities are so do those three for me and i want to know what happens please if you want to leave me a comment on social media um you want to leave me leave me a review or something like that i really want to know i want to know you know, what happened when you actually did this exercise? What did your team say? What did your, what did your family say? Because here's the one thing that I, I, I know is that there should not be a massive variation from who you are at home to who you are at work. And I know that's very hard for people to kind of get their, their head, their heads around is that There should be very little variation from who you are at work to who you are at home. And I mean in the fact of your authenticity and the value systems that you have. Now, at work, your values, of course, and and, um, your priorities are are maybe different. But your values and how you get there should be very similar. The authenticity, the genuineness, the uh, connecting with people, with being vulnerable, all those different aspects should be very similar. They shouldn't be polar opposite from who you are at work to who you are in your in your normal life. And I, I saw that that was a very, I had, I, I that was not true in my life. And so when I, so I made that change, I realized that everybody was getting the best of me. All right, cool. There we go. I can go on about that one too. That could be another whole separate podcast. It really can't. But here's the here's the other piece that I want to give to you. How do you know what's important to your team? Here's the mistake that I don't want you to make. Don't make the mistake that what's important to you is important to your team. Now, on paper and and um, a from a 30,000 view perspective. Yeah, they're going to say and do what they're supposed to do. They're going to they're gonna execute on your priorities. However, they have internal and personal priorities that sometimes mentally supersede what you need to get done. And so when you ask your team, hey, what's important to you? There are three areas that I have found that, these, that your team will focus in on as a priority. And that is family, finances, and their future, the three Fs. Once again, family, the finances, and their future. Those are typically their three priorities that they are focused in on. And whatever it is that I need to do from a store standpoint and where that fits in, then that's what I'm going to do. It Typically, that's in your future, and that's also in your finances. Okay, so ask them what their priorities are. Number two, spend individual time with your team. It's great to spend time collectively, together, bonding, all of that stuff. It's great. However, the best use of your time is to spend time individually with the team and getting to know them on a personal level and who they are and what they represent. Because guess what? They are a representation of you. So understanding kind of what makes them tick, um, what motivates them, all those things are extremely important. And that's where you start to get a better perspective of like, what's important now for them and then how you can help them move that what's important now for them to what's important now for us. And the last, the last one. Okay, my friends, so let me ask you a question. Are you ready for your performance review? Or did you already receive your performance review and you're you still waiting for clarity for, for that score and also for the comments that you received? No matter how good or how bad you think you did. I wanna help you survive, but more importantly, I wanna help you thrive through what we affectionately call make a move season. It's happening right now. And it's directly tied to your review. Can I tell you a little secret? Just here, listen in. You've got to be ready for what may come your way. You have to start setting yourself up for what you want to have happen next. To be very honest, you have more control over your success than you think you do. But you can't take this decision lightly. And to be honest, you need help getting to your best next. Our Make a Move Clarity cause provide, well, that's exactly what they provide. They provide clarity. Clarity on where you are and how do you get to your best next. So make sure that you click the link in the show notes to grab a time so that we can talk. And I'll see you soon. And this is not so much a a goal um, or a question to ask. This is more of a an exercise once again is to outline the organizational goals and break it down to the market and to the store level. Here's why I think this is something so important and, and a lot of leaders don't do because they think they think they're telling trade secrets when they're talking about the market and when the market stands or where the store or where the company stands or where what products are doing really well. Um, you know, what assortment, what category is doing really well. You're not you're not doing anything. You're not giving away anything. And if if anything, you're actually helping the team have a better understanding of where they need to go. Right? One of the things that I I I, I hated when was when um, I would have a senior vice president or a COO that would come into my market and my team would ask them really like thought-provoking questions, right, about where are we going as a company? Like what should we as a store be focused in on? What should we as a market be focused in on, right? And a lot of times they had these fluffy answers, and my team just walked away like, dude, like where are we doing that? Like I want to do something bigger, bold, right, you know, give me something that's going to have some teeth to it so that we can move the ball forward. And I know every market's not like that. Ideally, you should get your market to that point, but every market isn't like that. You want to get your your market to a point where they are asking thought-provoking questions so that they can actually do things on a bigger, larger scale. Not so much from a look-at-me standpoint, because they've already accomplished all of that small stuff. That's how you should be focused in on with your team, to understand what's important for them, ask them, spend time with them, and then break down the organizational market store level priority. So that way they know where they stand uh, therein, and they can make the necessary adjustments to move forward. Okay. I know this was a kind of heavy topic, you know, because here's why I'm so passionate about this is because, you know, I say this all the time and I got this, of course, from John Maxwell, where he says the first and the hardest person that you should be leading is yourself. We see so many leaders, or I have seen so many leaders try to lead other people without leading themselves first, without knowing what's important for them first. Because if you don't have a value system or a foundation, then you can't, you can't require that of other people, right? If you don't have respect, loyalty for yourself, you really can't require that of other people just because they're part of your team. You actually have to have these qualities and these skills um, or, or in a process of developing these qualities and these skills. So that way you can have a more effective leadership journey. So I am going to move into the North Star, the North Star, the North Star. What does it look like? What does this look like for you when you are operating in your priorities? What are some of these things that I should be focused in on, Steve? So that way, I could be operating in this law of priorities. The number one thing is where do you spend your time? Think about that. Think about that. With my first foray into as a district manager, here's what happened I found myself spending all of my time at my bottom stores. At my bottom stores. And from an outside person looking in, you're probably like, yeah, that's right. That's the that's the perfect thing to do, right? You should be at your bottom stores. And I did that. And then I would kind of see my top stores maybe once every two weeks or something like that. And I remember and I got feedback. I got feedback from a manager that was doing really well. And he says, Steve, just because we're doing well doesn't mean that we don't like to see you. And it doesn't mean that we don't need feedback. And I realized it was like, wow, you know, I had my priorities mixed up. I was focused in so much on the bottom people where I wasn't really going into the, to the stores that were doing well and learning and then utilizing those stores. Here's the other thing. Once I learned the secret of utilizing those stores and a team from those stores to help my bottom stores, guess what, man? success happen so where are you spending your time number two where do you spend where where do you spend your money right so you can look at this from two two perspectives you can look at this from a personal standpoint to help you out from a personal piece as a leader as a leader but you can also think about where's your stores where's your market spending the majority of its money from an expense standpoint right expense uh, expenses are something that we need to focus in on, and I think overspending in certain areas should be a, should be a reason for you to for you to take pause and go into that store and figure out what's the gap. Why are they Why are they overspending in that certain in that area? And now, if it's something across the board that you that you just can't control, um, then that's a different story. But I often think that we we forget to. Um look at where our money is going as we do personally. Um and we need to look at it professionally too. Just because um this your main your name isn't on the door doesn't mean that this is not your business. So we have to make sure that we focus in on where the money is going. Number three, where are your people going? Where are your people going? Are your people staying? you know, 15, 20 years in the same role? Or are your people going? Are they going up, you know, uh, in their promotional careers? Are they going lateral to find another role probably within the same um, company to help them grow? Um, Or are they leaving? So focusing on where are your people going? Where are your people going? Are they going up, are they moving on, or are they moving out of your organization? Once you have an understanding of that, that's another place where you need to focus your time in. If you're seeing a large measure of turnover from a certain store or even from a certain position, then that's where you need to probably spend your time. But you also need to make sure that you are moving people up. A lot of times we want to hold on to people in a certain role because they are crushing it for us. But guess what? That is, uh, it's not right. They need the opportunity to move up. They need the, uh, the, I guess, the chance to prove themselves. So we have to make sure that we understand where our team is going. And then I'm going to give you four. I'm going to, I always always give you three, but I'm going to give you four. When you are gone, what legacy will you leave? So whenever I left a market, um, I always, I can always tell if I impacted that market whenever I went back into that market and went into certain stores and, um, whether I was well-received or not well-received, there was, was one to two companies that I worked for that I didn't pretty much like the company to be very honest with you. And, um, you know, uh, I tried to create, um, systems and things within the company, but the culture of the company wasn't as such where they were welcoming to those changes. And so I met tons and tons of resistance. And so um I didn't I didn't chalk that up as a loss. I chalked that up as a lesson learned on you know, you have to you have to focus on change at the very top and not from the bottom. Because even though you're trying to focus it on the bottom, no one's really listening, and so you have to try to figure out how to get the buy-in from people from the top. So, um, so what legacy are you leaving when you leave? When you leave your market, um, you, when you go on vacation, when you um, when you go on vacation and you have a visit from your boss or your boss's boss, what legacy? What are you? What, what are your team talking about? What's your team talking about? How are they representing you? This law of priorities can be difficult um, because, <laughs> listen to me, as a retail leader, there are no shorter things that are vying for your attention. No shorter things that are vying for your attention. But one area that you re- you need to really be focusing on is you're going to be your team. So out of all of this stuff about what's important now is going to be your individual growth, but also the growth of your team. And if you don't have a better handle on where your team is, then you 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 pro- probably won't have a handle on your priorities. If you don't have a handle on your personal growth as a leader, then guess what? You may not have a really good focus on what your priorities need to be from the day-to-day basis. The tendency is that we try to fix things on our own, and we need help. We need somebody that can have an outside perspective that can help us understand a little bit more about our position because we've experienced those positions, we've experienced those situations, and we can help you decode where you currently are. Worthy you is that place. We are here to help you understand, focus in on your priorities personally as a leader, and then to help you focus in and then streamline those thought processes down to your team. You can connect with us at any time, The discovery call is absolutely free. We would love to hear from you. You can connect with us. If you're ready to make that move, if you're ready to figure out what your priorities should be and you want to get it right, we are the place for you to go. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast episode, uh, The Law of the Priorities. I am Steve Worthy. Have a great day and God bless. Okay, okay, okay. Before you go, before you go, hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being a massive part of Retail Leadership with Steve Worthy. I got to tell you the ideas, concepts, and also the challenges that you guys face out there as retail leaders, you know, it keeps us going. It is the fuel that helps us um, create these podcast episodes, and we just want to thank you so much. Please, if you have more ideas and things that you're dealing with or struggling with that you want to hear about, let us know as well. Also, if you're interested in working with Worthy Retail, let us know. If you want to learn more about the campus, we have links in the description as well. So, hey, I will see you in the next episode. Have a great day and God bless.